Welcome to B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. Meet Bonnie. She's from Oklahoma. Where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. A meteorology major and loves to chase. Meet Bobby. He's from Oregon. Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got a boss. Oregon AMS vice president and a former TV weather producer. It's B Squared. Let's talk weather. Welcome into B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I am Bonnie in Oklahoma. Bonnie, uh, <laughs> I, I feel for you. I truly do. I know that oh. you guys are suffering uh, under a massive area of high pressure. Um, before we even start taping, you were telling me a story about your your house has become uh, basically a... What, what was the word? You fogged up your windows and not by the weird traditional sense I would think of that. Explain. <laughs> no yeah it was uh, so it's been very hot as well as very humid the past several days and I want to say it was Thursday and Friday morning both mornings woke up and my windows were all fogged up and I was like this is super disgusting because it is it, it has been so humid we've had a little bit of rain it rained Friday morning we had a little bit of thunderstorms which was nice and some rain and it was literally it did nothing for the humidity but make it worse it was just like walking out into a steam room like at a gym it has just been so miserably disgusting outside i'm over it um you know that you guys waste a lot of potential energy when you do that right yes (laughs) you guys could have like really really good thunderstorms and a whole bunch of things but yet the humidity and any moisture content you know, it's just kind of trapped and there's nothing to break the cap. There's nothing to, you know, initiate a storm. So I, I feel for you. Yeah. Thank you. Heat dome, AKA high pressure sitting right over us. It's just, it's fine. This is typical summer, but you know what? We are on the downhill of this summer misery right now. So another month and a half ish, and we will be complaining about the fall. <laughs> That is true, and second chase season is coming up pretty quick. So yes, yes. Hopefully, hopefully it's going to be active. Um, well, I will say this: I'm sorry, your loss is my gain. Um, oh. we've had some awesome thunderstorms in the uh, in the Pacific Northwest over the last couple of days. Um, areas especially east of me into the Cascades and then in the central and eastern Oregon have had a lot. And finally, we had a pattern develop where we got some western thunderstorms, which was awesome. Um, I want to say I woke up. Gosh, today Sunday, Thursday or Friday morning to thunderstorms uh, in western Washington County where I live. Um, and just, you know, lightning, lightning tracker was dinging every, you know, five or six seconds. So that was pretty sweet. So had a couple of really nice big cells blow up. Uh, and then they would, you know, they'd kick off during the morning, which is something that's kind of not, I, I, won't, I won't say it's completely rare, but it's also somewhat usual so we get these pre-dawn thunderstorms that fire up and then they're around for a couple hours and then they fizzle out but then the atmosphere is still primed and so you know once the afternoon rolls around and they get a little bit of heating going on they fire back up so we've been in this kind of this cool pattern where we've seen this every day um and yesterday the models especially the high resolution rapid refresh said you know you're going to start seeing some cells around three o'clock and i was like all right cool i'm djing an outdoor event uh, maybe it will get canceled or maybe it will get cut short. Nope. Yeah. We have thunderstorms blow up all around us. 
Wow. Like a giant all U, like all like a giant U shape. Everywhere to the <laughs> west, everywhere to the north, and everywhere to the east was in the action except for where I was. Isn't that how it always goes? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, it's like I texted you when was it on Wednesday? Um, you know, I leave home and there's no, you know, nothing but, you know, clear skies and all of a sudden I get a notification, oh, lightning tracker. And look, a storm literally developed right over my house. And was I here to see it? No. (laughs) Isn't that always how it goes, too? Oh, yeah. Always storming where you're not at. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a reason why they call it storm chasing and not, you know, storm settling. (laughs) Right. The storms don't come to you. You have to go to them. (laughs) Well, well, they don't come to us unless you're one of those crazy people that believe that the radars are drawing storms to them. But we won't get into that today. That makes me think of, did you ever see the person who called into some news station and ranted about, you know, the roundabouts, you know what those are like in the street? And they were ranting about that was the reason that tornado activity is picked up is because of all of those that have now been put in place and cars going around them, causing turbulence and turning in the air. (laughs) I can't even. No, I can't even. And I'm going to make this comment and you're going to laugh. The physics of a car going around a roundabout and the actual like energy and initial anything is so incredibly minute that it's not even worth mentioning. It, nothing even happens. When you're, a car is going around a roundabout, they're going like five miles an hour. Even if they were going 100 miles an hour, it, it's not going to do anything. Yeah, they, you need more than the air moving in a circle. Yeah, and the air displacement, again, Based on, you know, as we understand physics, the potential energy of a car moving somewhere is always in a straight line. It's not propagated out, right? It's not, you know, like we see gravity waves, sometimes with clouds. There's no equal disbursement. And so you're not actually creating more circular air. You're creating a direct line that's, it's like a hurricane spinning or a top spinning where, you know, energy is coming out. So... Oh, good Whoa. Lord. Just drop some physics on this podcast. That was good. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm going to have to go back and make sure that's correct because I was second guessing myself. Because clearly right. physics which, was not my strong point? suit. <laughs> it's not mine either. It's very ridiculous. And then, you know, there's all the different forces centripetal, centrifugal, Coriolis, blah, 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 which none of those apply to a car going around roundabout. No, last time I checked, no. And if they do, they're in such small numbers that it's not even going to, it's not going to matter. Right. right. So, oh, well, you know what? People, you are allowed to think what you want and, you know, God bless you that you do. But yeah, <laughs> radars don't attract storms and roundabouts don't create tornadoes. Radars also do not direct storms either. Oh, they yes. don't yeah. move them in certain directions. They just pick them up they just notice them yes but people don't understand how that works so we uh we will digress with the conspiracy theory talk (laughs) right i think we got into that a lot last week too area 51 (laughs) yeah uh surprisingly that page has been really quiet this week so i don't know if they're onto us or the fact that you know maybe they're realizing that oh maybe it's probably a bad idea to attempt to break into the government installation? I don't know. We'll f- Again, we're going to find out real quick what's going to happen. Yeah. 
Yep, I know. When is it supposed to be? September 10th? Yeah. September 10th or September 20th, somewhere in there. Okay. All right. Well, tune in. We'll be following the story yeah, each week. Yeah. <laughs> we got about a month, so we'll see what happens. Uh, but speaking of things being quiet, Bonnie, the tropics are um, <sighs> boring. Let's put it yeah. that way. We'll just say boring. Especially in the Atlantic. Like, we are still struggling to get our sea storm. Yes, we are. And speaking of the Atlantic, so our friends at NOAA this week issued the uh, their second half of the forecast. So they do this. They issue the initial outlook in May, and then they usually uh, do a revision as we get into uh, August as it's kind of the peak season. So here's what they are saying, according to, to NOAA and their official press release. NOAA forecasters are monitoring oceanic and atmospheric patterns, say conditions are now more favorable for above-normal hurricane activity since El Nino has now ended. Two named storms have formed so far this year, and the peak months of hurricane season, August through October, are now underway. Quote, NOAA will continue to deliver the information that the public depends on before, during, and after any storms throughout the hurricane season. End quote. Says Neil Jacobs, Ph.D. acting NOAA administrator. Quote, armed with next-generation satellites, sophisticated weather models, Hurricane Hunter aircraft, and the expertise of our forecasters, we are prepared to keep communities informed to help save lives and livelihoods, end quote. Seasonal forecasters at NOAA's Prediction Center, so CPC, have increased the likelihood of an above-normal Atlantic hurricane season to 45%, up from 30% of the outlook issued in May. The likelihood of near-normal activity is 35%, and the chance of below-normal activity has dropped to 20 Oh. So here's the revised uh, update. 10 to 17 named storms, 5 to 9 hurricanes, and of those, 2 to 4 major. So that's the latest. Um, yeah. Wow. So we're already up to, uh, we're already up to two storms. Mm-hmm. And now uh, we're waiting for Chantel to show up, and then Dorian, Aaron, Fernand, and then Gabrielle. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, they expect a lot of activity in the next two months. Then uh, apparently so. They go on well, to we say, will see. yeah. So they go on to say that with El Nino typically suppressing Atlantic hurricane activity and that now being gone, we could see a busier season ahead. Says Jerry Bell, Ph.D., lead seasonal hurricane forecaster at NOAA's Climate Prediction Center. This evolution, combined with more conductive, uh, conducive conditions associated with the ongoing high activity areas for Atlantic hurricanes that began in 1995, increases the likelihood of above normal activity this year. Wow. Okay. Well, let's just see. Right. Now, again, I'm not going to rip NOAA because they're the ones that issue the outlooks and they're the people smarter than me, but... Um, CPC. This is all CPC. Mm-hmm. The Hurricane Center. You know they don't they don't quote anybody from there, which is kind of a bummer. But you know what? Eh, is what it is. Right. Well, and I mean, so much changes in two months. You know, that's and true. It's I mean, we, so hard to predict things four or five months out, so they right. can only do what they can do in May with their initial data and information, and then of course it's going to change as the months roll on. So uh, I'm interested to see what happens or doesn't happen. Right, and we saw last year same type of thing. Um, and if you watch any of the Weather Channel's tropical updates this year, you've seen that there's still a lot of dust coming off of Africa, which is not helping any of these storms form. Right. So um, now I guess we just wait and wait and wait and wait. 
hopefully it picks up and hopefully we cool down here in Oklahoma. I'm just, I'm, I'm over the heat and the humidity. The humidity is really what it is. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I understand, but you know, it's, uh, <laughs> maybe we could get a tropical storm to come in and uh, dump some more rain on top of you guys. Cause I'm sure you guys need that. Uh, we do, we do. We are starting to get a little droughty over here. That's a new word. There we go. We've invented a new word, droughty. <laughs> um, I think it's fitting. <laughs> no, no, it's it's totally fitting. It's very dry. We'll go with that. Um, but also, you know, just to wrap up the tropics, there's nothing happening in the eastern Pacific and nothing happening mm-hmm. in the central Pacific. The storms we talked about last week have now fizzled and moved up on. Uh, so, yeah, it's a uh, tropically speaking, it's very quiet. Well. You know, like they said, this is peak season starting right now, August through October. So there is still time. There is there is still time, but uh, time is is of the essence. Yeah, so we that will, is very true. We have to go on. So, um, you know, kind of just taking a quick look. Severe weather-wise, what's happening around the country, not much. There is uh, an area in Idaho in Montana and maybe the extreme northwest tip of Wyoming that is under an area of uh, slight to enhanced for thunderstorms. Mm-hmm. And this area has gotten rocked pretty hard uh, the last couple of weeks anyways. So, uh, yeah, if you're in the beautiful big sky country of Montana, again, more storms coming. Uh, areas uh, just north of Yellowstone, same type of thing. So not a whole lot. Go ahead and look at day two, convective outlook. Um, Bonnie, you guys are back into the thunderstorm risk, uh, but you're just outside the marginal window for day two. So uh, day three, you guys are still in just a normal risk. Yeah. We, it, it, around Tuesday, we're going to have a little chance for some rain and stuff. And so hopefully um that happens and helps right. clear out a little of this humidity but yeah i mean there's a little rain chance coming so fingers crossed yeah uh tomorrow looks to be kind of a, another active day maybe in the midwest um around the great lakes so areas around missouri iowa wisconsin illinois into indiana is kind of under the gun tomorrow for storms but uh yeah we'll see what happens it's going to be very interesting but there's not a whole heck of a lot happening but it's that time of year again. Yeah. Yeah. This is, you know, typical. A lot of the country is just hot or hot and humid. And so classic summer across the country, just waiting for it to end. And we're getting there. Right. But like we said, chase season is coming up very soon. Yes. All yes. right. So you had mentioned cooling down. What else do you guys have coming up forecast wise? Uh, right now, today, tomorrow, super hot. Highs in the hundreds. Heat index in the hundred plus. Humidity <laughs> around the same temperature. No, I'm just kidding. But pretty humid. And then Monday night into Tuesday, a front's going to come through, and that's what's going to cool us down a little into the 90s to mid 90s. A little bit of storm chances Tuesday, um, and then uh, that's kind of where we'll stick for a good part of the week, and then uh, warm back up next weekend. So. Woo. Not too bad. Uh, we have the chance of fog. That's how exciting my weather is going to be over the next couple of days. <laughs> Bring on the fog. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> and, you know, like during the fall and winter, there are days where we don't get out of the fog, which I totally understand. However, it is August, so let's keep the fog to a minimum. Um, our storm chances have shifted significantly more eastward. It would not surprise me, though, just to see a pop-up shower or two today. Um, but going through, like I said, chance of fog tonight and then tomorrow. Uh, temperatures are going to rebound and warm up a little bit. We'll get into the 80s uh, tomorrow into Tuesday. Wednesday down just a little bit. And then we get into this weird little onshore flow again where slight chances of showers Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Temperatures in the mid to upper 70s, but nothing really exciting. Um, the boring summer doldrums return, so hopefully we get some more storms, but probably not likely. Hey, we're in the same boat, so we'll just, you know, live vicariously through the tropics and just... Hope something happens. We'll yeah. <laughs> Since nothing's happening here, we'll just hope that the tropics pick up a little bit. Right. I'll have to go grab a pina colada and just be like, hey, you know, we're living vicariously through the tropics. <laughs> yeah. I'll get a Bahama Mama. Perfect. Sounds good. Sounds good. Oh, man. I'm taking a look at. Oh, is it not going to work now? We'll see. Oh, it's still good. It does. So I was telling you last week how. Uh, when the National Weather Service upgraded all their, their satellite information to uh-huh. uh, the new pages, it has an issue, some reason, with uh, Microsoft Outlook, which is or Microsoft uh, is Internet Explorer. Outlook, that's email. It's been a long day. I've only been up for about an hour, so I'm still kind of tired. Oh, well. You poor thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was on my feet for 14 hours yesterday. I'm a little tired, but it's all good. Uh, and then I had to bounce at the bar last night, which we won't get into now, but yeah, good times. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have anybody show up, so it was me and one other person. Wow. Yeah, good times. Sounds like good times. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I carried a guy off the floor. I shouldn't have, but I did. Oh, well. Fireman carry? Uh, giant bear hug, lift and carry. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was being an idiot and wasn't listening, and so I was like need to move and my manager was like wow you didn't need to go hands-on but oh well like well the guy kept running away from me and wouldn't listen to me and he was being dangerous and stupid and reckless so deal with it so you did what you had to do yeah but i shouldn't have anyways it doesn't matter um i completely lost my train of thought anyways sorry new pro new um new satellite stuff doesn't work with internet explorer but they still have some of their old satellite maps that are still using the current technology, which I can look at. So, uh, yeah, I just looked outside for the first time today. Open the blinds, <laughs> and hey, there is uh, there's some white puffy clouds. Nice. Well, hopefully they keep on getting puffier and turn into something. Right. Uh, I had a friend of mine yesterday playing in a golf tournament, and he was like, all right, man, what's the deal with thunderstorms? I'm like, yeah, they're going to blow up probably by 2, 3 o'clock. He's like, all right, cool. Sends me a text at 3.30. He's like, we literally just got off the course. And, man, there's some mean-looking clouds. I'm like, hey, well, we actually call them scary-looking clouds or SLCs. But <laughs> shout-out shout, yeah, shout to Bonnie for coining that phrase. We appreciate that. <laughs> we love when we come up with new weather terminology. Like droughty? Yeah. we got to keep a running tab of things that we've created. So we've got droughty, SLC. We've said some other stuff, too. We'll have to go back and figure out what we did. Mm -hmm. Make a little, like, definition, right. dictionary. 
of all our phrases. That would be fantastic. It would. We could sell it. <laughs> we totally could. <laughs> we totally could. Speaking of selling things, we have merch on the way, so... um. Keep an eye out for it. Yes, we will be making an announcement on that very soon. So if y'all want some B-squared merch, uh, let us know because we would love to send you some, sell you some. And, uh, yeah, we'll get the B-squared weather podcast uh, merch train started here pretty quick. So keep listening, keep looking, and uh, we'll let you know when it's ready to go. Yeah, I'm excited. I still think we need to get David Payne his own exclusive shirt, though. We could try to figure that out. Yeah. You know, he's he's got some good phrases and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yes, he does. And shout out to our friend Michael Armstrong from Coco TV. We'll get you one too. <laughs> I can't even handle the Coco TV. Well, it's <laughs> true. And I, um, I, okay. No, no, it's I, good. No, I like I'm just it. surprised That's they don't call. It, I'm just, phrases. I'm just surprised they don't call it Coco TV. Maybe they will change it. it not, not even like Coco News, not just <laughs> nothing, just just KOCO. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what they say, KOCO. It rolls off the tongue too. But yeah, Coco but, but is not like Coco. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll put in a petition, send them a letter, and be like, hey, <laughs> you need to change it to Coco, not KOCO. Okay, so not not that we're going to get off on this train because we're wrapping up the podcast. But so when I interned here in Portland mm-hmm. at the ABC affiliate, which their call letters are K-A-T-U, okay, mm-hmm. they just call it K-2. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why would we not call it Coco? Just saying. K-O-C-O. Because <laughs> in Oklahoma, we do things our way. Apparently so. <laughs> I do like Coco, though, and every time you say it, it cracks me up. <laughs> That's fantastic. It really is. It really is. So, hey, you know, yeah. Shout out to our friends at Coco TV, too. <laughs> we plug them at least once a month, if not more. Yeah, exactly. They're not, they're not quite up there to the Oklahoma News 9 amount of plugs, but, hey, you know, we got love for Coco TV, too. Yeah, we do. We really do. And I know we're leaving out other TV stations in Oklahoma. I'm sorry. We just haven't found you yet. <laughs> or found you entertaining. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> Bonnie's words, not mine, but yes. Uh, yeah. Love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> Good times. All right. Well, another great random issue and random edition of B-Squared, your weekly weather podcast. See what happens when you're going on four hours of sleep. This is what happens. <laughs> I think it makes for a good podcast. I do too. I really do. Keeps the listeners on their toes. Yes, it does. And by the way, my mother has listened to all of our back episodes. That's what she was doing yesterday. Tell her she is the best. I will do that for sure. I will do that for sure. All right. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye.